All right, let's get this show on the road. Can't wait to get on the road again. I totes didn't test my mic either. Hope it's just fine. <laughs> Shoot, I didn't do mine either. Hang on. But you know what? The stupid, <laughs> these dumb bonus episodes that we do every 10 weeks on accident <laughs> have been cursed. Why? Like every every time we do one, they're always plagued by like either your mic didn't work or my mic didn't work or something crazy else happened. And it's just like, ugh. <laughs> so hopefully this time we get it right. <laughs> I bet we will. Hey everybody, welcome to Afterthoughts. This is a podcast where we usually rewatch a movie, we compare our first and second impressions, and discuss a related topic. But this week, you have joined us for a very special bonus episode, our summer movie halftime show. We're going to talk about some movies that we've seen and some movies that are left that we want to see. And uh, that's that. My name is Joshua Kazemi, and I'm here with my co-host, Coleman Taylor. That's me. That's you. So you don't have a plot re- summary to do this week. We're just going to start talking. Yeah. No, no summaries <laughs> this week. <laughs> do you feel like a, a weight has been lifted off of your shoulders? Yes, yeah, such a heavy burden <laughs> lifted. No, I kind of like doing the plot summaries, you know? I do not. I, I I mean, I haven't. I never have. But I would not like to do that. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun to me. <laughs> I have not, but... <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. I just... I don't know. It feels like I would feel so... So much pressure to to encapsulate it well and to like to do the movie justice. Oh well, I don't feel that pressure because <laughs> I don't know if you've listened to my plot summaries or not, but I don't feel like they're all encompassing or anything. Well, thanks for doing them. <laughs> hey, no problem. <laughs> okay, so let's let's start off with a bit of news. How about that? We don't do news on the podcast very much. Yeah, let's so do some news. That's the fun thing about the bonus episodes. I like we can do some news. All right. So, this is good because it sort of bridges the gap between bonus episode three and four. The live action adaptation of Aladdin has been cast. Or the three leads have been cast. Oh, yeah? Who are they? So, the only one I think we can talk about for real is Will Smith. He has been cast (laughs) as the genie. Yes. Because the other two are are, are actors that I don't know of. I'm not familiar with them. But they look great. We'll see how that goes. You can Google that later if you want. They look like they're fine actors so we'll see how that goes but but will smith is the genie i feel like we can get into because <laughs> we, we did a little bit last time but now it's official yeah it's kind of crazy what's your what's your knee-jerk reaction to that oh i don't know about the same i guess okay but it, it's just nervous it, the genie's just such a big character it's huge shoes to fill no matter who you are yeah and it's hard to just break away from that original idea of what the genie was before because i'm sure they're going for Something different because, I mean, you have to Robin, only Robin Williams could have encompassed that first character. So yeah, definitely. I think you have to break away completely from what he was before or else it'll just end up being this like comparison game. So it makes Mm -hmm. me kind of nervous, but also excited Mm -hmm. that they're doing kind of a new twist. I'm interested. I'm just nervous as well. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited because I think Will Smith is far from Robin Williams. I think Will Smith is just a really charismatic actor who, to me personally, I love everything that he's in. Even in bad stuff, he is good. So, oh yeah, Suicide Squad. 
<laughs> he was the best part of Suicide Squad, right? I mean, the I, I, I guess a complaint I had for Suicide Squad was that I wish more of them were in it. But he is great in that role. It's true. He's 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 fun to watch. So I'm excited that I think he'll bring something interesting to it. The thing that I am most nervous about, I mentioned it last time, I think, is I don't know how we're going to visualize him. Is this going to... I mean, I'm assuming it's going to be a completely CG character, but... I don't know. Are we ever? Is he going to have like a human avatar form or something where he looks like Will Smith? I don't know. Like I, I'm Why all do you concerned think he's about. He's going to be a completely CG person because that's just what they've been doing. I mean, that's what they did with the Beast in the Beauty and the Beast live action adaptation. It just seems like the track that they're going to go down. I don't know. I have Maybe. nothing to base that in. But the thing is, the Beast had to be CGI because it's a Beast no matter what. I feel like you can't really spin that. I feel like a genie can be either or yeah he could alternate between that's what i was saying maybe maybe he's got a, a human avatar and then a cg form or i don't know but that's what i'm saying i don't think they need a cg form at all i mean in mm. general a genie could be either one so i think they could just completely make him in a human form he's just a genie just with like you know the vest and the he's got to have those those cuff things right to break free of at the end <laughs> Of course. Also, if they go that route in the movie, if they set Will Smith free, I think he's such a great actor that he could like move people to tears. Yeah. And that would be awesome. See, I'm so interested, though, because Beauty and the Beast, the live action movie, stayed pretty close to what exactly happens in the animated version. But with this, since the character is going to be so different, I wonder how that will change the movie. If it'll change mm-hmm. the plot at all, or if they'll have to go a different route. Because yeah. Robin Williams, just like you're saying, Robin Williams being freed, his genie character being freed, was more just like carefree and fun. While this could definitely have a more dramatic tinge to it of like real freedom behind yeah. it. Not that you didn't feel that in the animated, just like heavier, I suppose. Rather than mm-hmm. kind of lighthearted. Oh, yeah. And that's what I want. Maybe Aladdin could be finally like the first Disney live action adaptation to like really ground the story, like bring to it what the animated version couldn't, you know, like a, a more grounded sense of realism that makes you feel the dramatic weight of it all a little bit more. Like, because so far I feel like all the adaptations have just been like, you know, not as good as the animated versions. So maybe this one could be the first one to like be close or hopefully better. Yeah, because I really want them to break away, honestly, just because the other ones have been just a live action form of what was animated before. And in that sense, I just feel like the animated one is usually better because it's what encaptured the magic in the first place. And then just to translate that to a live action with not really any differences, it kind of not to say they're bad, but. I don't think they're as good as the animated. And if it's not Aladdin to break the curse, which is kind of awesome. Um, if it's not Aladdin, then I think it'll be Little Mermaid because they've got Lin-Manuel Miranda co-writing that music. Yeah. If it's not this one, that one, or both. Maybe both will knock it out of the park. That'd be great. I still just don't have much faith in the live action ones. I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I don't think they've earned that yet. But we'll see. We'll see. see. Seems they're making plenty, so. (laughs) Okay, to segue, still in the realm of Disney, I got a a Kevin Feige bit of news for you. Mm -hmm. Kevin Feige being the president of Marvel and uh, the MCU. Mm -hmm. In the past, he has said that 
that the Marvel, the MCU movies won't be, won't ever be rated R. Mm-hmm. He has recently said, maybe, maybe we'll do rated R at some point. Hmm. Now, instead of like talking about whether or not an, a rated R MCU movie could work, because I think it could, I think we would both agree that it just would depend on the character and not being rated R for the sake of rated R, but being rated R for a story that deserves that or could earn that. Yeah. I think that's where we would land. Let's instead think, which which character could you see in a rated R role? One that is either around already or a Marvel character from the comics that we haven't seen yet. Uh, Daredevil for sure. I mean, if if you took his show and put it out in theaters, it probably would be rated R. It's yeah. a lot of blood. That's what I'm saying. I could yeah. see that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... It's hard to say. What about like a Black Widow rated R movie? Hmm. That's possible for sure. I think so. I mean, really, with people that strong, you could technically make a rated R movie with any of them. It would just yeah. completely change the tone of everything. Yeah. Like if Hulk was just going around smashing people, like literally. <laughs> That'd be crazy. I would love a rated R Hulk movie. <laughs> oh my gosh. That'd be insane. It'd be insane. Like, like Hulk Rampage. Where he just, Bruce, there's no more Bruce Banner. He loses complete control of Hulk. Oh my gosh. That'd be crazy. But I don't know. I'd have to think about who I could see in a rated R. I mean, obviously Daredevil. Mm -hmm. It's just so hard. It's it's hard to place them in the MCU universe that's already created. Because it's just so lighthearted already. Yeah. It would, it would be taking a darker tone to the entire universe. And you right, have to- and maybe it's the it's the perfect like phase four shift. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. I don't know. Oh no! I could see like Guardians three being rated R. <laughs> I mean, it could be. I can see James Dunn making it like like a dark finale. Yeah, I just I don't, don't see the point of making a rated R one unless a character calls for it. Yeah, like the only reason I could see him saying maybe we'll do a rated R one is if you have in mind. A character that would call for a rated like a rating of that because I think you could convey everything you'd want to convey in a quote unquote darker Avengers or Guardians or any of them solo without making it rated R. Mm-hmm. I think the same emotions and conflicts could arise without blood and gore and <laughs> everything that would make it rated R. Yeah. Unless you have a character like Logan, you know, who then <laughs> making a rated R movie added a lot was to it that did, character. Yeah. For him. And I think, well, I, I don't know how much I'm, I'm thinking about Deadpool as well. Like I, I liked that he was rated R. It, it was funny and you, and it was, it, it's, I think it added some texture and flavor to it because we hadn't really seen a rated R superhero movie, but I'm not sure that he necessarily needed it as much as like Logan did. Yeah. Because I don't know. It, it, it seems like maybe if you toned down Deadpool to get him to a PG-13, He's still it would have been funny. more or less the same movie. Yeah. yeah I, don't know. I think that was just to appease more of the Deadpool audience that he is known for over the top everything. Not just comedy and breaking the fourth wall, but literally violence. So yeah. I think you could have conveyed that still, but I think it was just to appease those who have been long diehard fans of deadpool yeah but we'll see i don't know i'm 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 curious why he said why he's changed his mind that makes me think he has an idea there rather Uh than just like "Mm, never mind i'm open to it i don't i feel like there's 
that's not the case. I think there's got to be at least some motivation behind it. Yeah, I think there was some like phase four planning, like what are we going to do now? What's the next kind of thing we want to carve out? And maybe, you know, Rated R can take take part in that. Plus, if they're getting to a point where they're making like three, maybe even four movies a year at some point, mm-hmm. I feel like they wouldn't all have to be like these knock out of the park box office movies if the tent poles are doing really well and each movie does well on its own, then maybe they could put one out that like is rated R. We don't need the entire world to see it. It'll just be a good one and it'll add to the story. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. So that's good for the news. Let's, let's, let's move on to our main topic. All right. Main topic. Main topic. It's halfway through this uh, summer of movies, another summer of movies. And we've seen some, we haven't seen some yet. How should we start this? What's what's been your standout? What's been your favorite summer movie so far? Oh, it's a tough one. Oh my goodness! I think I honestly, having seen, I don't know. That's hard. I think I'd say after seeing Wonder Woman twice, I'd probably say Wonder Woman. Whoa! Seeing it twice. Yeah, that's. I did not expect that. I didn't either. I don't think if I had just seen it the one time, I would have. But oh, so it gets better in its rewatch. I thought so. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's all my list. I still need to see that. I have a long list of stuff I need to see that. That's definitely on there. But if that is first place, it's not by much because I honestly liked Spider-Man, Baby Driver, and Wonder Woman all about the same. Oh, I forgot that you had seen Baby Driver because I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to see it like in two days. But you liked Wonder Woman better than Baby Driver? Uh, I think so. Oh, wow. That's that's fascinating <laughs> you haven't even <laughs> seen baby driver <laughs> i haven't seen either of them but if you were to tell me that like you if like six months ago you were you told me that you liked a dceu movie over an edgar wright movie i'd be like you're crazy get out of here <laughs> <laughs> it's not by much but can you guess why can you guess could you take a to uh, take uh, a guess because uh, you like scott pilgrim better than baby driver Wait, no, 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 no. I mean, yeah, no, that's a true know. statement, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I, Baby Driver doesn't have that much of a plot. It's pretty... Mm. It's pretty much just them going around doing things. Well, it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely awesome. And the way they use music and the kind of action movie it is, fantastic. But, nonetheless, it's just, it's just... It's just... There's not much plot to it. All right. There's like character motivations there and things that are going on that are all cool, but as far as a narrative, not much there. Interesting. Okay. All right, all right, all right. I get that. I just really like the subject matter and the themes in Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. which you can't talk about because you haven't seen it, so oh, no, great. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it. I'm going to see it in like two days. <laughs> I, got a, I got a whole day of movies planned, and I'm going to watch all of them. I'm going to watch... The plan is I want to watch Baby Driver... The big sick. I'm gonna try to squeeze in another Spider-Man viewing. Honestly, <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> Maybe Wonder Woman. Um, hopefully, if I get if I get around to it, that'd be great. But there's there's even more movies I want to see that won't fit into that category. I want to see The House with Will 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 Ferrell and Amy Poehler. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Dunkirk when it comes out this weekend. Yep, I want to see Dunkirk. Wait, Dunkirk will already have been out by the time we post this out. So Dunkirk. Oh, I could go see Dunkirk. You can still go. Does see that make sense? No, it won't. Is it? Yes, it will. Sorry, I'm all confused in the recording schedule. By no, the time no, no. this it'll episode definitely. posts, it'll, it'll be out. But in two days from now, when I go see all my movies, it won't be out. That's correct. That's what it is. <laughs> Whoops. 
Oh, gosh. That's embarrassing. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see Dunkirk, too. Yeah. Dunkirk as well. Ugh, that's always so hard to say when you're talking about movies. <laughs> There's no Dunkirk sequel. This is the first nope. one. I'm trying to think of my favorite, my standout movie of the summer. And I'm wondering, here's the thing. Are we counting, like, would you count Fast and Furious and Guardians in the summer movie block? Yeah, sure. Why not? They're blockbusters. Close enough. Okay. I don't know why I asked that because they're not. Neither of them are close to the top. (laughs) Yeah. But it's either like it's either like Spider-Man or Get Out because I watched Get Out like I watched it recently. I watched it in the summertime and not when it came out, but I really like it. Wait, hold on. I just remembered. Does King Arthur count? Yeah, sure. Then I'll count King Arthur. King Arthur's my number one. Are you serious? I don't think anyone else will agree with me on that, but I do. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's such a soft spot. Uh, For what? For that stuff. I don't even know what you'd call it. What do you mean that stuff? Knights and stuff. Yeah, knights and stuff, but it's not just knights and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to love Aladdin. It's the same director. It's Guy Ritchie. Love Guy Ritchie. Yeah. You'll be fine. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I don't love everything Guy Ritchie's done, Mm. but I do love King Arthur. Mm -hmm. Did you like Logan? I did. Okay. Why? I need to rewatch it because I didn't love it. I liked it a lot. I think it's a great movie. I think it's a fitting ending for Hugh Jackman. And I really do think it's like a great movie. I just didn't love it. I didn't love, I'm didn't. i in the same boat as you. I don't think I need to rewatch it. I didn't that. love it. I, I, I think I need to rewatch it. I think it might be a similar case of like, now that I've seen it and I don't know what to expect, I maybe can appreciate what it's doing more. But I don't know. It just felt like to me, we were watching like different characters. I don't know. Like, I wanted to say goodbye to the Wolverine we had seen for 16 years, yeah. and this felt like a very different version of the character. Yeah. Although... Same with... He didn't feel as different. Uh, it was more Professor X, I thought, that felt really different. Yeah. So, it was just kind of... I don't know. Like, it was this great movie that it, that sort of exists in this vacuum, but I wanted it to be this send-off from, you know, all of the 10 movies or whatever. This guy that's been around for 16 years. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And because it didn't really seem to tie in anything that's happened before it to be like a send-off. Yeah. It was just, it created its own kind of conclusion for itself that the conflicts it created within its own movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, he deals with some emotions that he's dealt with in past movies, but still not, I don't know. It didn't really tie in everything that's happened in past movies. Also, I haven't seen Apocalypse, so I don't know if that ties in at all or war where... No. Any of the characters stood no. at the end of that one. Mm, nope. Oh, there you go. As as it shouldn't. That movie was naked. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you want to see Spider Man again? Yes, I really like Spider Man. I think that might be my my standout of the summer so far. Yeah, but it's I because I haven't seen so many. You know, I, I'm sure Baby Driver or The Big Sick could take it. Yeah. Just from what I've seen of those trailers. You're such a sucker for Marvel. It's disgusting. <laughs> But here's the thing. I, I The credits rolled, and I really liked it. I had a blast watching it in my Spider-Man socks and everything. And then I was on the drive home, I was like, you know, there is something I didn't like, and I'm having a hard time articulating it. So I, I was like, I'll sit on it for a bit, and I'll come back to it. And I think this is what it is. I thought it was great. I thought the humor was great. Action was good. I liked that they took an or- – it's, it's an origin story, again – 
But without any of the stuff, nobody wanted to see again. And they were creative and clever about the way they were going to approach an origin story. I like that he, you know, accidentally. Oh, spoilers. Shoot. <laughs> spoilers. I'll put a I'll put a thing in the description. If you want to skip Spider-Man spoilers, you can skip this part of the podcast. I'll put it in the description. There's parts where he he webs a, a guy who's not actually stealing a car, but he thinks he is. And. He's helping an old lady cross the street, and he's just, like, learning to become a superhero. I like all that stuff. That's a clever way to do an origin story. But I think that my ultimate issue with the movie is I didn't want an origin story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess we need it to, to a certain extent because it is his introduction, his, his proper introduction into the MCU. But this movie just made me really excited to see a sequel. You know, like, I want to rewatch it again because I think hopefully I'll like it more a second time. But... But a part of me will feel like it's a bit of a chore to watch another origin story. Like, I just wanted to see him be Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, frame one, he's swinging in and he's he's jumped down on the hood of a car and punching through the roof. I want, you know, I want that. Yeah. So, it's great, but it's it's still, like, the sixth origin story. <laughs> no. You know, I want, I want, like, a pure Spider-Man adventure. Yeah. See, here, I'm kind of along the same line. So, I thought it was a good movie. But... The, the real drawback, if it had been just by itself, like, that's it. That's the only thing we've seen of Marvel. Probably would have been great. Just like I say about almost every mo- Marvel movie that comes out nowadays. But since it's in that universe, one, the formula is pretty much identical to every one of their origin stories they've had. In that it's a character who thinks they're great slash trying to prove themselves and then has to be humbled. That's like every mm-hmm. Marvel origin story period so that was annoying and there are some things i understand that they're trying to change up the origin story a little bit so we're not so like we're done with the repetitiveness but there are some aspects that i really do miss that aren't there yet like i get that we don't want to see uncle ben (laughs) die for the third time (laughs) but i i do miss that 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 aspect that's such a huge aspect to his character and yeah. I, it feels like a, just a tiny piece missing from the movie. And then Gwen Stacy, I think, is also a huge part of his character. And they did no justice to it in the last time. So I hate that she's like out completely, it seems. Yeah. And that's kind of what I that's kind of what I was saying by like, if this wasn't an origin story and we just got straight to Spider-Man being Spider-Man, then Gwen Stacy and Uncle Ben, like brushing over them would make more sense. Yep. But to to write him write them out of the story essentially, I guess not so not so much Uncle Ben, but Gwen Stacy for yeah. sure. To completely like write them out and start clean does I I understand that feeling from you like that kind of sucks. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing though is that he in the other Spider Man movies, everyone just like loves Spider Man. He's like the greatest thing that's ever happened to New York City. Yeah, but in this, yeah, so many crazy things have happened. And you have a team of Avengers and all kinds of stuff that he just, he doesn't seem like that consequential or essential at all. And that kind of makes me yeah. feel sad about the character. I love him in the Spider-Man I, I suit. Agree. And I love that he messes up. I love seeing him have to run through the sprinklers. That was awesome. And I love those things yeah. that they put to the character. But I just hate that he's just like this small fry. And then that's kind of part of the movie. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I understand that too, but I do like that. They they had not they acknowledged that in a post Avengers world that's that's kind of where he would land. Yeah, like I think that's that's true. But yeah, it, it is kind of a bummer too. It was nice when like the city of New York loved Spider Man. <laughs> right, that stuff was fun. 
<laughs> and now he's just this like small fry vigilante who's like taken down a few crimes. Yeah. And I kind of that's what makes me hopeful a little bit for where they left it. He wants to go learn to just be the neighborhood Spider-Man. So hopefully by the next one he will be like this huge hero that everyone's come to love, but I just kind of miss that aspect in this one. Yeah. That it's like, "Oh, who's that weird spider guy?" <laughs> and like he'll never be anything compared to the giant portal in the sky that brought aliens down i don't know (laughs) i just really kind of miss that aspect of spider-man that he he is huge he's just as big as any other avenger yeah sometimes he's even at the front like in the front of them yeah yeah i mean he's the most popular comic book character you can google that phrase and you'll see that like spider-man out like merchandise wise spider-man outsells everyone i think he outsells like superman and batman he's like the number one yeah comic book character he's insanely popular so i liked it for sure and i definitely think marvel has their formula down but it's just the same (laughs) like there's very clearly the point of the movie where he has to be humbled yeah and that's where we already have spoiler alerts so just gonna say it where tony takes his suit and then he's humbled like it's like in your face, learn humility, kid. That's true. I mean, it's it's a little different of a spin because he's trying to, like, prove himself to be an Avenger rather than Tony or Thor who just, like, thought they were the best thing ever. Yeah. But still, in the end, it's, like, the same thing. But that might be the, my favorite part of this one in particular. I, I love that it's sort of – it's the it's the hero journey, the specific MCU hero journey again, but through the perspective of a young kid. And that's not a voice we've heard in the MCU yet. And I just really, really enjoyed that they could do that so well. Like it does. Like I remember when we talked about the trailer, we said that we wanted it to be like more John Hughes teen movie with some Spider-Man in it than vice versa. And I feel like that's what we got. I feel like we got like a teen movie with some Spider-Man in it. And I really, really liked that. It's just like a nice (sighs) perspective. See, I felt like it was kind of a half and half movie. And that's the one thing. That kind of, and I don't know how they could have avoided it. I think it's just a problem. Like, it's in the MCU universe. So you've got to have most of it having, like, MCU things rather than just being mostly a high school movie with a little bit of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was directly half and half. And it was completely one half him being a high school kid and completely the other half feeling like every other Marvel hero movie yeah. rather than a nice, nice melding of the two. Mm. Although I did, I didn't see the twist coming at Me all. Me neither. That was that was cool. Liked it. That was cool. I did like that. I went <laughs> not at all. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was legitimately confused. And when in that moment when when he opens the door and it's him, I was like, did he kill her? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I think I think most people did. I even heard some people like talking about it when that happened. Yeah. Like they were like, when he opened the door, it was. I didn't know what happened. And I, really my did. brain took it like a full like 10 seconds to catch up. Yeah, it was crazy. I had to sit there. I was like, oh my gosh. That whole sequence there? was really doing? great. The car drive yeah, is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. So good. Yeah, definitely going to try to rewatch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but one thing is, though, he's still not the best Peter Parker, I don't think. Oh, whoa. Who's who's better at being Peter Parker? I'm not saying anyone's better because I don't think anyone's been a great Peter Parker, okay, okay, but he's okay. he's not that he's still not Peter Parker. He's way too cool. He says a few nerdy things to like pull off being nerdy, but he's not. 
He's so cool. I think he's the best Peter Parker we've had so far. You think he's the best everything we've had so far. And that's, that's really not saying much. <laughs> All I did was rip on Toby on the last one we watched. And then Andrew... While was a, he was a great Spider-Man, we've all admittedly said he's not a great Peter Parker. I don't know. Yeah. I, I guess he could be nerdier, but I, I think he did a good job being Peter. I felt like I was watching Peter. All right. If you say so. <laughs> did you stay through the end credits? I'm guessing you did. Absolutely. <laughs> did you love him being throughout the movie? Captain yes, America being Absolutely. <laughs> I really, really so did. I really, really liked it. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Especially when the guy was like, I guess this guy's like a war criminal yes. now, but whatever. <laughs> so funny. It was awesome. I liked that a lot. Also, I also really love, you know, it's something that I think only I could love, but it's the Chris Evans has appeared in as Captain America in e- every year that that since his character has been introduced i could have said that so much better <laughs> but he can't he, awesome. he appeared in 2011 in 2012 13 14 15 16 and 17 even though that he hasn't awesome. had a movie every one of the of those years he's appeared right. in everybody else's movies and i love yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> oh did you like donald glover being in it i really really did did you catch the <laughs> reference which one? Which part? I think I did. So, remember a couple years ago, they had the, the Donald for Spider-Man thing, right? The campaign. Yeah. So, awesome. Because of that, um, well, he didn't get the part, unfortunately, but they created Miles Morales in the comics. Um, uh, a half-black, half-Hispanic Spider-Man character. And the character that Donald plays in Spider-Man Homecoming is the uncle of Miles Morales. And he says, I got a, I got a nephew that lives around here. Yeah. That's Miles Morales. <laughs> <laughs> so that kid exists in the, in the MCU. <laughs> That's awesome. It's freaking awesome. He could be like three years <laughs> old. We have no idea, but still. Right. Great. So wait, how do you know he's the uncle? Or I mean, we know he has a nephew, but how do you know his nephew is Miles? Uh, people on the internet have said that. Yeah. And I think it's been confirmed. I haven't dug too deep into it myself, but people I trust have said that. So if I'm wrong, <laughs> you can go ahead and tweet at us. Let I me hope know. It's true, though. That would be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see two Spider Men. I love that he had so much screen time. Yeah. I didn't know how much he was going to get. So I love that he had like two scenes. Yeah. And then was in it for quite a bit. And very, very funny. It's, I miss him being yeah. super funny. <laughs> I know. I mean, Atlanta is a funny show, but it's different. Yeah. So you excited for Valerian and the Thousand Planets movie? No, but you can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's nothing I want to talk about. I'm I'm interested. I hope I don't think it's gonna do well at all, but you know, I like the little guys. When's it coming out? Uh, I think in like is it next is it two weeks from now? I think mm-hmm. it's two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess hold on, but we're recording. <laughs> This strikes. So I think back. it'll be. I think. <laughs> I think it'll be a week after this episode comes out. All right. Maybe it'll be the first good movie with Rihanna in it. I don't know. That's possible. <laughs> wow. It could be the one. You're saying saying no other movie with Rihanna in it has been good. <laughs> I only can only think of Battleship. <laughs> I know that's the only she one. She might I can be think in too, something so. else, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I want to see War. I'm interested. All right. Just to see what it's all about. Pass. I'm not interested because of the trailers, though. It's because the last one was so good, and then this one has even better reviews than that. Watch it and but let me know. I'll, yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'll let you know. <laughs> but will my opinion even matter? Because I think the last one's great, and you don't. So. <laughs> I mean, 
I gotta see it at some point. I just don't know if I'm gonna go out to the theater and see it. Yeah. We'll see. I feel like there's something else. Like, one more. Aside from the stuff that's already come out that I haven't seen yet, like The House, Big Sick, Baby Driver, Wonder Woman, Dunkirk, there's only one other movie towards the end of the summer that I'm looking forward to. And not even that much. I just think it looks kind of cool. Logan Lucky. Which one's that? That's Steven Soderbergh. That's his new movie with uh, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, and... uh, What's his name? Daniel Craig. They like are, are they're like I forget what it is. I think it's like they, there's like a family curse and they they try to break it by robbing a bank or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks kind of fun. Oh my goodness. I'll, yeah, I'll check that out. <laughs> of course you will. I mean, Soderbergh is a great director, so yeah, why not? Why not? And then it, but it's like uh, September. I don't know if we still count that as summer. You want to see it? I mean, kind of. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see it. I'm curious. I'm curious if it'll if it'll do good or not. I don't know yeah. if I'll want to see it though. Yeah. What about the Dark Tower? Also, Stephen King. Yeah, I don't care about that. Wow, it's one of his most acclaimed novel series uh, that I, I haven't read. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> I don't know if people talk about it. Might maybe, but it, I don't know. It just seems like. It just seems forgettable. It did seem like it just got snuck in, which is kind of sad. Because it really is one of his most acclaimed series mm-hmm. and has a following. And then I kind of felt like I didn't see really any trailers for it till recently. Yeah. But you, I bet you haven't read it either yet. You want to see that? Correct. <laughs> what about for the rest of the year? I know we're going past summer yet, oh, but I just shoot. feel like there's not many summer movies left. Yeah, not really. I mean, Ragnarok... Which I've said multiple That's, times. Super pumped for Ragnarok. Yeah. And then Star Wars. For, Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> Coco, Pixar's movie. Yeah. Um, what else is coming out this year? I don't even know. The Lego Ninjago movie or however you say that. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm guess I'm interested in that. The Lego movies have been awesome. If I had just seen that as the title or anything, I probably wouldn't be interested but I laughed so hard at that trailer. Yeah, so. it's, it's a pretty funny trailer. And Lego Batman was great, too. So, yep, they're doing so, awesome. Um, I know. I'll probably go see it. But overall, I feel like there's not... Like, there's a bunch of good movies that came out this year, but there's nothing I thought was, like, phenomenal. Watch Get Out. <laughs> All right, I'll watch Get Out. Go do that. Fine. Really, really liked that. But is it... It's phenomenal status? Like, fantastic I think maybe it got blown out of proportion just a bit. I think if you consider everything that it is, it's like definitely worth seeing. Like the fact that it's Jordan Peele writing and directing a horror movie, like that alone, the quality that it brings to just that statement is awesome. Yeah. It's really, it's really good considering that it's a horror movie written and directed by a comedic actor (laughs) yeah and it's very it's very cool there is definitely like interesting ideas and themes like throughout it and it's it's just really well crafted all right and you know i don't like horror movies that much so says something all right i'll give it a shot at your recommendation (laughs) are you excited for the justice league nope (laughs) (laughs) have you seen trailers for it yep I've yeah. seen too many. I've seen yeah. the same one like 10 times. I'm about tired of it. Yeah. I don't know what to think. That's a weird animal. I still don't think it'll get good reviews just because Wonder Woman did. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think it's going to roll over. But, but, but people too, will probably continue to say that she's the best part of it. So Yeah. It's too hastily crafted. 
it just it seems thrown together again. Yeah. Just like Suicide Squad. Yeah. I mean, you got Batman and Wonder Woman that are like pronounced characters, but the others are just getting thrown in in this one. So you got to bring them all together and then yeah. make something great happen. We'll see. And I guess I do like that they're they're like not showing any bit of Superman yet, but like we all know Superman's going to be in it. Wow. I mean, come on. Who are you trying to fool? Wow. I'm fooled. It's absolutely going to be in the movie. Well, that's all I got about excited for movies because yeah. I'm really not too stoked for what's left for this year <laughs> other than Ragnarok and Star Wars. I hope there are Marvel some good and Star surprises. Wars. Great. Great. Yeah, man. They, they're just, if you just like let them win, it's so much easier and more fun. Just like it? relinquish to, to Disney and then no, 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 it's no, great. No. That's what I've done, and I've just been enjoying the ride, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will not become their sheep. <laughs> Except for I kind of am, because I still go watch all of their movies, so what does it even matter? I don't know. All right, is that it for our halftime show? I think so. Let's wrap this up. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We really appreciate it. Tune in next week. We're going to be talking about... I think next week is our one-year anniversary. I think we're going to talk about Scott Pilgrim. That's correct, right? Scott Pilgrim! Boom! We've been on the air for a year. That's crazy. Woo! Thanks you to, thank you for, to all the people that have been listening that long. And some of you, I'm sure, have hopefully listened to every episode. That's crazy. Thanks for doing that. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. insane. <laughs> I've listened our... to our first few episodes. I know that takes a lot of dedication. <laughs> we appreciate it. You're great. Uh, Tweet at the show. Our handles are in the description. Uh, you can use the hashtag AfterThoughtsPodcast. Look out for some polls. I'm going to be putting out some polls in the next couple of days for our next slate of movies that we're going to be talking about. So participate in that. Tweet at us. That'd be great. If you want to write a review on iTunes, that would be awesome. And if you want to share the podcast with a friend, that would be really cool as well. Thanks for listening to the bonus episode. Uh, we'll see you next week. See y'all. Bye. Bye.